Today's scripture comes from Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 20. They came to the other side of the lake, to the country of the Gerasenes. And when he had stepped out of the boat, immediately a man out of the tombs with an unclean spirit met him. He lived among the tombs, and no one could restrain him anymore, even with a chain. For he had often been restrained with shackles and chains, but the chains he wrenched apart and the shackles he broke into pieces. And no one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always howling and bruising himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and bowed down before him, and he shouted at the top of his voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he had said to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? He replied, My name is Legion, for we are many. He begged him earnestly not to send him out of the country. Now there on the hillside a great herd of swine was feeding, and the unclean spirits begged him, Send us into the swine, let us enter them. So he gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine, and the herd, numbering about 2,000, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned in the lake. The swine herds ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came to see what it was that had happened. They came to Jesus and saw the demoniac sitting there, clothed and in his right mind, the very man who had 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 the legion, and they were afraid. Those who had seen what had happened to the demoniac and to the swine reported it. Then they began to beg Jesus to leave their neighborhood. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed by demons begged him that he might be with them. But Jesus refused and said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and what mercy he has shown you. And he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Dae, for the wonderful music. Uh, uh, you won't be able to uh, hear that beautiful music too long. She is leaving uh, uh, for further study in Austria uh, in September. So have a good study. We'll miss you. Uh, yesterday was the 70th anniversary of the libera- liberation of Korea from Japanese occupation with the end of the World War II. It is so strange that one country should invade another country to conquer. Isn't it strange? Why do they do that? Why does one person conquer another person? Why do they invade? But unfortunately, that is our human history, 
And it is very sad that that is our human history. It is sad that we see this as our reality. And many of us simply accept that as our reality without trying to fight against it and build alternative reality. Also, it is very sad that it is still going on now, not necessarily politically and militaristically, but in many other ways, such as racism, sexism, classism, and so on. At the micro level, we always see more popular people, more powerful people, always looking down upon less popular, less powerful people. That is always happening. It is all power game. Is that all about our life? Power game? Reflecting on this, I was thinking about the bondage and freedom. I hope that today's passage illuminates our understanding on that topic. You know, whenever I read this passage, I feel really sorry and bad for the man of the Gerasenes who was tortured by the unclean spirit. Even though he had a family, he could not have beautiful dinner with the family. He was all out there by himself in the mountains and among the tombs he ran around and wandered around howling. He could not stay with family. Day and night, he was wandering around howling. How tormented he must have been when he went around howling like that. Maybe he had so much within him. He, could, he had to just let it out through howling. He couldn't contain it. He contained it within himself. He was so frustrated. Something truly, really oppressed him so much that he had to do that. But was he totally powerless then? No, I don't think so. He had the power. No chain could restrain him. He broke chains into pieces, and he was so strong that no one had enough strength to restrain him or subdue him. But the power he had was not the power that he could control. He had the power, but he could not control that power. Rather, that power controlled him. Ah, bondage is a condition where the power that we cannot control controls us. That's what bondage is. Let me tell you again. Say again. Bondage is the condition where the power we cannot control controls us. That's a bondage. If you're in that condition, 
you're in bondage. Jesus asked him his name, and he said, Legion. My name is Legion. Legion was the Roman military unit. One legion consisted of five to six thousand soldiers. So it is like he had the power within him of five to six thousand soldiers. That's a tremendous power. But this power completely controlled him. And this power drove him crazy. I just read a New York Times article about uh, Islamic State, ISIS, how ISIS invaded regions of Syria and Iraq and made women as their sex slaves. They, go, they would go into a village and conquer the village and capture all of them and they divide them into men and women. And men, they kill them all. And women, they select few and they sexually abuse them. And then they sell them as sex slaves. And many of these people escape from that uh, camp and then uh, they made a witness and an interview with a, a New York Times uh, a journalist. That was also what happened when Japan occupied Korea. They made many Korean women as sex slaves for their soldiers. We call them comfort women. It is scary to think about what the powerful people can do to the powerless. And yet, we love power. We admire power. We pursue power. We continuously work hard to acquire power. But we have to understand very well about the nature and dynamics of power. Otherwise, you will become slaves and Victims of that power. When power controls you, you're in bondage. Many people have power, but they are still in bondage, and they turn around, make other people in bondage. They enslave other people as they are enslaved by their own power. As long as we love the power, I don't think liberation is possible. We can never be liberated from the bondage as long as we love the power. Slowly that power will take life away from us, whatever power that may be. It can be religious power, pietistic power, or money power, or reputation power, or uh, political power, military power. Whatever power that is, slowly that power will take life away from us. The power does strange things in us. Easily we can be lured 
into the temptation of power, and they will lose dignity, humanity, joy, and meaning of life. We love power so much that we we throw away life itself without realizing how precious life is. Life cannot be trampled by the power. It's so precious. We can't throw away life just to have that power. Who said that is a good life? Who said that is the way to life? So many of us have become blinded by the power. You know, much of Jesus' teaching, probably most of Jesus' teaching, was about not falling into the lure and temptation of power. Jesus said, deny yourself. Take up your cross. Be like children. You want to be the first? Be the last. You want to be the chief? Be the servant. All about Jesus' teaching was warning against the power. Do not fall into the play of power. You're going to lose your life. When When we look at three temptations of Jesus, that was all about power. Satan asked Jesus, display your power as the Son of God and do the work do the, do the things that you want to do with the power. That it will be much easier, much more practical, and much more realistic way to achieve what you want to achieve. Do that with the power. Jesus rejected all those suggestions Satan made because Jesus knew the dynamics of power so well. Jesus knew that the real freedom can never come from the power. This world, sadly, is operated by the power. And many people have become victims of the world that they created. They worship the power. They evaluate each other by how powerful you are. They put high value on power. So it is very difficult for Christians to survive in this world without blindly following what the world does. Slowly, people become bondage to power. If you're powerful, You're blinded. If you're powerless and you feel so small and weak, all controlled by power. All their thinkings become influenced by the power and they enslave each other. One group enslaves the other. One country enslaves another country. The haves exploit the have-nots and the powerful controls the weak. 
Jesus healed the man. He no longer had the power because the legion was chased out of him. So he had no power. But he came to his senses. He woke up. This is what verse 15 says. They came to Jesus and saw the demoniac sitting there clothed and in his right mind. The very man who had had the region, legion and they were afraid. He came to his right mind. I hope that all of us come to our right mind. But in verse 17, we see a strange reaction of the people. He says, Then they began to beg Jesus to leave their neighborhood. They asked Jesus to leave. I mean, Jesus did a wonderful thing, heal, healing this man, but the village people, can you please go away from our village? Why did they do that? Because they lost 2,000 pigs. They lost profit. They wanted the power, not healing. We rather choose pigs over right mind. We rather choose money over right mind. We rather choose power over life. Even though I'm miserable, I need power. I want power. That's what people say. The man with unclean spirits was liberated and experienced the freedom, but these people were still in bondage. That's why Jesus told him not to follow me. You remain here. These people are still in bondage. You become my witness as a liberated person. I believe that today's passage is a great challenge to all of us. What controls my life? Should I just blindly let anything control my life? Should I just let blindly the world control my life? Who, who said that the world has the best intelligence? Who said that they have the best intelligence? This is my life. I want to live my life in a most authentic, beautiful way. And who said following the world is the best way to do so? Your boss, do they have the best intelligence to tell you what is the best life for you? What controls my life? What am I pursuing? Healing or power? Life or power? Do I have real freedom or am I still in bondage? True freedom is being free from the desire for power. Let me tell, say it again. True freedom is being free from the desire for power, whether you have power or not. When you are free from that desire for power, then true freedom. 
Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Jesus wants us to set free because that is the most beautiful life. Do not chase the vanity of power. Be free from that. That is the most beautiful life you can live. One life we have. I want to live the most beautiful life without being lured into the game of power and losing all my precious years, precious time, precious life. I won't do that. For what? To be humble. Does not mean that, oh, I have nothing. I don't know how to do that. That's not what being humble is. To be humble means to be awake, to see what the power does to me. And we don't fall into the lure of power. That's what being humble means. Awake. Let us not let the power lure us and dominate our thinking. But let us build solidarity with each other to pursue liberation from the bondage by sharing the truth with each other. That's what this spiritual community is all about. We are different. We are pursuing alternate, alternative reality. We are not pursuing the reality the people out there set up for us. We are pursuing the reality Jesus taught us to live. And that's what spiritual community is all about. That's what this community is all about. From the micro level to the macro level, we treat each other with dignity, with respect, with love and honor. Instead of trying to control each other, telling each other off. Instead of uh, trying to tell them what to do. Empower each other to pursue the wonderful freedom Jesus gave us. And live meaningful life. It's hard to do it by ourselves. It is hard to do it by myself. We need each other to build that alternative reality together to live good life. Will you? Let's sing. Let us have moments of reflection.
Sometimes we live uncritically and just blindly follow what everybody else is doing. What the world does, we just adopt, accept, and follow it, saying that that is our reality. But Jesus always taught us there is alternative reality. The reality this world set up is not the only reality. The true reality is the uh, reality that Jesus showed us. Let us pray. Let us a moment of thinking that whether, what am I following? What am I pursuing? Hold me close. 